Again, whoa, whoa, whoa! Hi, we did it again. <laughs> I'm Eric. <laughs> I'm Charlie. I'm a little speechless, actually. You know, every this is a movie podcast. This is a movie podcast. We talk about movies, and specifically, we talk a lot about the movies of Susanna Love. <laughs> we are really getting in deep. I don't in know the Susanna if, Love. I don't know if there's another actor now. or actress where we've targeted like three lead projects <laughs> of them and just talked at length. Right? I just. I love Susanna Love. I do too, yeah. Uh, she's got a special place in my heart. That kind of non-professional who made it work. Yes. Heiress who put her money into making s- some sleazy right. movies. How could you not love that, right? This, yeah. this billionaire heiress. I, I always say billionaire. She's probably not a billionaire heiress. It's not like... She had some money. Yeah. She, <laughs> she could have done a lot of things with that money. And what she did was she married a guy who worked with Fassbender and made some really weird movies. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Just to fall in with an art community and be the money mark for like a bunch of artists yep. that are like making weird movies. Just a bunch of like sleazy horror movies. Totally That's weird, a- psychologically damaged, uh, bizarre stuff. And this is maybe the weirdest one yet. This might be. Yeah, Olivia. I- so I I had never seen Olivia. This is no. a first time watch for both of us. We just watched this. Uh, yeah, and I almost also feel like I re- we rarely do this, but I almost feel like there needs to be a spoiler tag because this movie was like I had, had no idea. Yeah, and it really surprised me a lot of times. Yeah, we're gonna be talking about everything that happens. It, yeah. in this movie, and I guess for a long time. So I I fell in love with Susanna Love in the Devonsville Terror. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite witch movies. I love her in it, and I was immediately attracted. She's a very pretty woman. She kind of looks like Dana Delaney. Is sure. I always think of her. Janine Turner. Uh-huh. Some of those kind of vibes. But but she had this ability to kind of not be a great actress. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's an ability. But also not like be a bad actress doing like bad i don't know she acts like Susanna love she has kind of a monotone delivery in a lot of ways and she acts she yeah. acts she's yeah. not a natural on camera but she no. is she's acting her butt off she was funding these horror movies but also starring in them but also taking it seriously mm-hmm. too right and devonsville just there's something that just charms me so much about her in that movie i love the movie anyway but it was just like, who is this woman? Wait, she's in like five movies. <laughs> she acted for a like a four year period, yeah. And then got tired of it, and I was like, I have I have money. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. When you're enticing like a money mark, like you got to keep them. They got to be the one most interested in well, yeah, doing this, exactly. right? You keep them struggling for as long as possible. Convince so, them that they're uh, you're changing the way they're thinking about the world. Right. <laughs> and and yeah, all, their, all the uh, things you can do. She could have joined Greenpeace. Yeah. No, she married a German auteur. Yeah, you said he worked with Fassbender. I've, I've never seen The Tenderness of the Wolves. That's like... Sounds messed up. Lomo's famous, yeah, it's like mm-hmm. cannib- child cannibal predator movie from Germany. And then you meet some babe... At Vassar, 
she's willing to give you 500 grand at a time to make like weird horror movies. Boogeyman was a success. Yep, we talked we, about we that. We covered one too. Boogeyman, we've covered Devonsville Terror. I don't know. I really don't have any history with any of these movies. I don't remember seeing any of the Lobo Love movies at the video store. No. These, these were all entirely like a post late 20s discovery. This is I mean, a yeah, like way this is strictly art house stuff that yeah. We're we're now seeing because of folks like Vinegar Syndrome, like was not yeah on the shelf. Yeah, I don't think Olivia was very easy to find until they went through the trouble of releasing it. I can't imagine why. It was one of those, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, it's a weird movie. It's a weird movie, but it's such a great cause to like find these like the dedication. This starts with the one of those prelogs that's like, uh, hey, you know, a lot of the elements of this movie were in rough <laughs> you know shape. Yeah, you know, you're in for a good time when. The and distributor I, has to be like, look, we did the best we could. Yeah, the sound, but the fact that they're finding every piece of footage film, this is the only uncut release. They're mm-hmm. splicing in audio from the VHS release because it's the sound elements were all over the place. The years of work it puts into releasing some kind of movie like Olivia. It's one thing when you find out it took four years to track down all the elements for popcorn. Right. Popcorn's like a video store classic, but some. Some awesome people out there just like, I'm spending four years tracking down everything that exists from Olivia or Double Jeopardy yep, or Faces of Fear. Preserving or, all the art, not just the, the popular art. Right. Seeking to preserve all art. And so this movie was not easy to find. Now you can get it. Now it's probably, I'm sure it's on Tubi. Tubi Maybe. would have put it up even if it was only like the VHS master of this, right? Right. And... But yeah, like these Susanna Love, Yuli Lomel collaborations, which only went like four years. Mm-hmm. We're almost through all of them. In another 40 episodes, or we'll, uh, we'll knock out the final ones. It's, it's kind of sad to think about, right? Like there's yeah. only so much to that we get because this is just so far, three movies in, it just keeps giving and giving. Totally. And uh, it blew my mind. This, I is, mean, this movie kind of blew my mind a little bit. Their points. films are like low budget homespun gold boogeyman is a very weird very cool movie that got you know i get why it was marketed as a halloween mm-hmm. kind of movie that was very that's the way you made some money for your horror movie in sure 1980 uh but it's call it the boogeyman when there's really nothing of not the a sort not a single boogeyman <laughs> shows up in that Involved. movie no boogeyman and yeah the the devonsville terror i don't know Sal- making a salem witch trials movie in just 83 is that playing? I'm not sure, but I love that they're putting money into it. And now this one is I was so drawn to Olivia when I heard it sounds immediately like a De Palma kind of thriller. Right. Right. A, a multiple personality, uh, dual lives, erotic thriller. Susanna Love, as usual, plays a woman who witnessed her mother being graphically murdered as a child. As per usual. <laughs> As per usual. That's her. Yeah. That is the character she was apparently born to play. We open with, yeah, mother's a prostitute who gets killed by a, a soldier who is letting the sex games go too far. Yeah. This is a very graphic movie, too. At and least this, this uncut version is, like, full on. Yeah, there's a lot of... It's a lot. It's pretty pretty surprising in parts. And, and the yeah. killer is her brother. Yes. Because yeah. her brother's always... All the same people are always in A lot these. of recognizable names in this one, yeah. Yeah, if you've seen the other Lomo love movies, they get, like... 
we've talked about you know people making movies with their friends and there's a lot of different variations on that Mm -hmm. you know there's the acceptable one which is like clint eastwood working with the same people or Cohen brothers working exactly <laughs> with a lot of the same the Wes people. Anderson crew that always gets together. Yeah. yeah, you know, there's some a lot of repeat work, some DiCaprio Scorsese, right? It's uh-huh. successful, but with this one, it with at a certain level of movie making, it feels more like get the people you know willing to make a movie with us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get the people willing to work weekends here, or just like uh, the sense that this they made all these movies at the same time. Really, they they just were probably you know Robert Walker who's in this one in Devonsville was probably like, yeah, I'm not doing anything for the next month. Sure. Yeah. Back them up, right? <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Susanna Love always has different haircuts in each movie. She's been changing her hair constantly. What's up with the hair in this one? I don't know <laughs> if this is my favorite Susanna Love hair so far. I like her. Uh, well, I'm, assu- I'm assuming her one hair as Olivia is a wig. With yeah. the bangs. It looks very much like a And wig. then when she moves out to Havasu in the movie's <laughs> mid-second act pivot, uh, so I love her kind of natural waves and long, long brown hair. It is hair, better. Yeah, yeah, it is better in the second half. In Devonsville, we get her with the kind of stylish, short, red-haired mullet. That's kind of my favorite. Though. You like? I know. I same here. I, I think that's <laughs> that's my vote too. I couldn't tell if it was just because that's the like what I first saw her in, so I just associate. Yeah. For all, I'm assuming it's a haircut she had for three weeks of her life. Has never had another haircut like it, and that's just always how i picture her i think that might be the case yeah yeah i'm assuming usually her hair looks like it does in the boogeyman she nailed it it's crushed it's so good (laughs) and so yeah discovering a movie like this to find out there's another one in the Susanna loves prostitute mother gets murdered universe it's just a gift and then the movie revolves around uh london bridge boy does it uh I was wondering in the first half of the movie, are they going to bring up the fact that London Bridge moved to Arizona like in the 60s or something? And uh, they do. They do. The movie is all about watching London Bridge go from London to Arizona. Yeah, not only do they show that it moved there, like the movie is essentially tracking the history. It is. It really gets the what's really going on at the bridge in the years around the relocation. It's very location focused, and it's all about a murder, and uh, and it's this woman who's going. And first of all, the first half of the movie is the woman going was Susanna Love going crazy, basically under the thumb of this abusive husband, has her mother's voice in her head like Norman Bates kind of stuff. Yes, goes out at night as a streetwalker and kills a man while as this prostitute persona. And uh, that doesn't really come up later in the movie. No. <laughs> she just kills some dude then we that focus moves on, on. London Bridge moving to Arizona. She moves with it, and the man that she met and fell in love with also happens to move there with it. Well, he... So... Oh, my God. I uh, had I had no idea how, around it. how London Bridge-centric this movie was going to be. Everybody's talking about the London Bridge. It's a big deal. In this film. Are they going to retrofit it are they going to demolish it this is like a real love letter to the london bridge yeah and that's uh that's something to be respected still in cinema. <laughs> it's like he it's like uli lobel saw the woody allen movies with like looking at the brooklyn bridge that he's like you know what i'm gonna do this for the london bridge so the opening of manhattan it was like you know i was just in lake havasu <laughs> yeah. this would be nice yeah i don't know of another movie that tackles the uh, the events of the London Bridge being moved, yeah, and uh, and incorporates that within a 
an erotic thriller. Like one of our full of like full nudity and murder. Full nudity. Yeah. Susanna Love is. I mean, she's always. These are always erotic thrillers with her. Just making four years of a, a erotic horror cinema with your husband, and then being like, "All right, well, now on to the next thing, <laughs> on the next phase of my life." But yeah, for one of our characters to be, I'm assuming, an Arizona architect for overseeing the bidding to relocate this is a whole subplot yeah. of the movie is all how we're getting the london bridge over to thank god when it comes time we get like a four years later yeah we know that know. that london bridge is moving and it took four years not to in do a day, so though. yeah but, not in a day <laughs> but i i didn't think we'd be sticking with the bridge on a move <laughs> <laughs> relocating from london to arizona halfway through this movie was jaw-dropping <laughs> it was incredible i was like i can't believe we're doing it i i fell in love deeper with not the only movie. are we doing this double persona woman possibly going psycho then transitioning into like a pretty woman like guy falling for the prostitute and then being in love and then they murder her husband accidentally by throwing him off the London Bridge. Yeah. Then we stay with the bridge into we, Arizona. We follow that bridge. And both of our leads have also moved and are at Arizona to reconnect Dude. and have that whole, yeah, like Vertigo, Brian De Palma, like, is it really her? Is it not? Yes. It is. It is. It's <laughs> definitely her. It's obviously her. It's obviously and her. And uh, but then there's even a bigger surprise later in the movie. We'll get to. But oh, it's it was it just kept hitting me over and over. Like I can't believe they're they're doing it. It's good. I mean, I love these these movies are such a gift to me. These five hundred thousand dollars movies. Five hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money. That'd be that it's would. A, it's enough to get permission to film the London Bridge. Yeah, a lot. We're gonna murder people there. We're gonna have whores on it. We're gonna show the t-shirt shops around Lake Havasu. Yeah, the real the real grimy stuff. Yeah. I've been to Lake Havasu. Let me tell you how underwhelmed I was by the London Bridge. Uh-huh. I don't think I understood. Maybe if I had seen a movie like Olivia, I would have understood the significance of this. I think I didn't get that it was relocated. I just thought we were going to some bridge in Lake Havasu like called the London like Bridge. It. Yeah, And the area around there is so tacky. It's all just Jersey Shore t-shirt. It looks like an area that's only open one month of the year. Yeah. Like it was you, basically like a guy is trying to build his own little, like, not Vegas, but like his own little Palm Springs kind of resort town. Totally. It's like, you know what will bring him in? I'm going to grab a 500-year-old bridge from England and build it, rebuild it piece by piece. It's like a Carmen Sandiego villain. <laughs> <laughs> Geography-based everyone, villain. Everyone, it's like, they've stolen the English Where's, channel. Yeah, where did it go? How did that happen? Stole the, the hanging gardens of Babylon? <laughs> what setup do they have? All right, gum shoes. <laughs> yeah, so this guy just taking it to the Havasu. But it's great. But it also means like this movie again. One of the main characters is the guy that goes to London to negotiate the bringing back of the bridge. Who falls in love with a whore, accidentally kills her husband. There was a real guy that went to London at some point. To negotiate <laughs> this is the, story the relocation of, this man. of the like, there's a real person. This is that man's story. That yeah, build this role, and they're like, "What if he uh, visited prostitutes and killed guys accidentally? <laughs> what if he killed the husband of a prostitute and then just casually reload? We never deal with it. He seems totally cool with 
the fact that he like accidentally murdered a man. He's moved on. Four years is enough time, I think. <laughs> what happens at the London Bridge does not come back. When Obviously, we relocate yeah. that bridge, the memories of murder do not relocate with it. It does not it. stay with me. No, I don't look at that bridge every time and think of the man's screams as he fell into the icy water below. <laughs> he hangs around that bridge. They both reload. Not only does we follow the lo- relocation of this bridge, they seem to just constantly hang out at the bridge. She sells real estate in Lake Havasu yeah. at the bridge. And he just stalks her. That's the real De Palma part, yes. right? Like real, the double identities. Men brazenly stalking women. Right behind them. That was, the, yeah. that was the big thing that always bothered me with that one De Palma. Yeah, where it's like Craig Wasson is just right behind her the whole time. Like stepping on her heel. Like, back <laughs> it up, up bud. It's so close. <laughs> we got a guy running around with weird Indian makeup around this mall, around the Galleria. This movie predated Body Double. Yeah. You believe this? This was mm. definitely like a dress to kill yeah. kind of vibe. But he's like, we can't do like Metropolitan Museum. But they're gonna let us use the London Bridge's image, and we can we can sully this image. Up. <laughs> they do. We can make this place <laughs> scum city. It's, I mean, if I Both ever go sides. there, I, it's all I'm gonna be thinking about. Oh yeah, recreate <laughs> some of the sleazy shots of this uh, yes, London this Bridge. This reminds me of that movie where Susanna Love was full frontal nude, <laughs> just casually walking she's, around. She's so fine with just her casual. Uh, North nor'easter nudity. A lot of shocking stuff in this movie. I love her. I love that her. Was great. Her uh, her streetwalker Olivia look. Even even with the even agreeing that the bangs might be the weakest look. When you add in the big purple sunglasses mm-hmm. and her black purple flowered mini dress. Oh, that's a cool look. Yeah, that was arguably her boots. coolest total look. That was a cool look in any of her movies. Yeah, I thought she looked I agree with great that. there. Uh, I love I love that look though when she has to come back home and her husband's kind of looking her up and down like she's playing it cool like she went out to get milk in her prostitute outfit went out to get milk <laughs> and she's wearing knee high boots and like like a, a dress with a four inch inseam yeah <laughs> yeah love it just stop for some milk you know <laughs> oh you're home early <laughs> oh what a pun I can't her forget that guy's was. that guy's hours he's he's day just and a night he's overnight iron shift worker. <laughs> Apparently, he's welding. All he does is weld one piece over and over again. I mean, he's not great at it, you yeah. know. There's there's bad welders out there. Not anyone, not all of them can make like the the instruments in Thief. Yeah, there's some guys that are just passing by, just wor- and for a woman who always witnesses her mother being murdered through like the keyholes of doors, we obviously terrible things happen to Uli Lomel. Mm-hmm. You don't make a few different movies with a child like witnessing his mom being murdered by a John through like the crack of a door. Like that doesn't accidentally happen a three times, especially within like three movies You're of each other. You're working something out. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen Jeremy Davies in enough roles where he wants to fuck his mom where I'm just <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> you know, if it walks like a duck. Like... Right. The Ari Aster like mother son relationship. <laughs> Yeah. Coincidentally keeps coming up. <laughs> keeps happening somehow. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, there was a point where maybe, like, Jeremy Davies was just kind of like a weird guy. But now when Jeremy Davies shows up and stuff, we're just like, we know what kind of weird guy you yeah. are. We know what happened. Tarantino, by the time, we're just like, boy, feet show up a lot, huh? 
<laughs> you notice those feet again? Exactly. Like at a certain point, we're just like, I just think know, they're neat. The writer's <laughs> barely disguised fetish is just right up here, right? And uh, Yuli Lobo just puts all of them out there. The extra layer of weird that it's like his wife. Yeah. That he's working with and that she's also funding it. It would be crazy if Rennie Harlan was making movies with Gina Davis, but Gina Davis was paying for his movies and also they were all like sex movies starring yeah. gina davis she had to get yeah nailed in them <laughs> like i mean this the the sex scene between her and robert walker in this was like that first one was insane i was like i can't i can't believe it is beyond body double it is full which is a movie about a pornographic starlet yeah you know Susanna love just goes for it she is not just along she's not just casually passing through her husband's movie she's taking the lead and she's taking these things serious yeah but it's and, and the movie just had such a dark tone especially that first half just the music is just so foreboding and ominous and yeah you just know like the worst thing possible is going to happen yeah i mean the when i started with devonsville there's such kind of a Playful is the wrong word, but at a certain point, when you realize that Susanna loves in control, mm-hmm. and she's to- all these men that are that hate women in this town and are scared of women. That she's like got them right where she wants them, and Olivia doesn't quite. She's like a a smaller character, a more scared character, right? She's breaking out of them, but she never feels comfortable breaking out in these violent ways. Right? It's not like Angel. Which we just taught. We're really yeah. covering these secret we're night really, prostitute movies. Yeah, we're going movies. deep on this stuff now. Not, I noticed we're, we're working something out. I think. If, they, yeah, <laughs> if there is like a if like a night prostitute movie that takes place in Australia, <laughs> then it's just like we've hit on our specific yeah. fetish that we're just picking away at. Uh, Susanna Lovett isn't. She ain't in Australian movies. It's too bad. But yeah, she. Whereas an angel, we were marveling at the like. Hundreds of men. How this is the numbers are insane. Just the numbers of prostitution sound crazy to me. Also, the outfits. Mm-hmm. I love her outfit in this, but I get cold going outside now like, with a jacket. I like I don't, I don't know. I don't see how it's possible. I don't know how girls do that. I know they're walking around, but they aren't walking the whole time. It's not all street walking. There's a lot of street standing. I mean, yeah. And can you imagine? I've always t- been in awe of how women are just out in the middle of the night in a t-shirt. Yeah, just like with girls going to the club is is a great thing. Yeah, God bless them. And Susan, <laughs> the, but prostitutes, sex workers in mini dresses. Like I said, I'm cold in a jacket. Is it really appealing to be walking like a, a sex worker back to her bungalow that she shares a roommate? And you're just like you are cold, cold. <laughs> girl. You are freezing. Just this poor shivering, shivering like woman. Like they never look cold. I don't know how they make them uh, look so so comfortable in their in their streetwear right it's but, the glasses it's the they just put on those sunglasses cool. you can't tell do you just adjust does your body adapt i guess so. that's the whole thing with being being a prostitute right your body adapts that's the whole, <laughs> that's i guess the that's whole the whole thing. story right you get used to a lot of things yeah and sure. olivia jenny she like never gets she doesn't get used to it she also doesn't go into it like angel she basically kills one guy yeah she has a rough first go Mm-hmm. Of her, I assume her first John, first John we see, yeah, and she ends up. It's so funny. It's like you could see her kind of get twisted and having the memories of her mother. So she like just just does exactly what happened. Yeah, the first time out. There's no build up to it. Just None. right to <laughs> tie the guy up and then kill him the way 
you know, she wished maybe her mom had done in the opening. Yeah, exactly. She's getting vengeance for her mom. She's being haunted by her mom. I hope my mother doesn't haunt me. Even <laughs> if I witness her murder, I hope I don't get haunted by my mother. Even if she doesn't have me killed. Like, oh, God, I hope it, like, yeah. I hope it doesn't happen. It's one thing if she's having, making me kill Johns. But just, oh, I can't handle it. So I get Susanna Of all people, yeah. Of all people. (laughs) Susanna Love's just trying to make this voice in her head go away. Mm -hmm. We get a lot of great Susanna Love acting in front of a mirror. Pulling at her hair. Just holding her head. Yeah, like shaking her head from side to side. (laughs) I love that. Really, we talked about this. John Waters movie, it really brings back that 1960s. You said psycho. You know, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of cheap psychos. A lot of cheap Norman Bates movies where black and white eyes bugged out holding the knife next to their head i love those vibes this is just enough of that yeah Mm -hmm. yeah again my favorite thing with when a movie and especially i think uli does this a lot with the movies that we've watched so far he pulls just enough from many different things to make it his own so yeah this has got the de palma this has got the vertigo hitchcock the psycho part of hitchcock it's got Susanna love doing her thing it's great uh and it's got the London Bridge, man. I can I can Dude. I honestly cannot fucking get over that they made a movie about the relocation of the London Bridge and tied it up into an erotic murder mystery thriller. I have watched like it blew my mind. I've watched MTV Spring Breaks as a teen that did not feature Lake Havasu <laughs> as much as this movie does. The fact that they made this whole movie about the London Bridge and the prostitute murders that go on and one woman's mental torment, and the men who just will not stop following this captivating woman, mm-hmm. following her around the whole world, right? You get a great chunk where it it, it turns into like almost just a, a nice romance when her and Robert Walker like reconnect. Yeah. He figures out it is her. He's being so casual and, and happy to lucky. a woman. Yeah, when he like enters into her room or her apartment while she's cooking dinner, and he's not quite sure if it's her yet from before. Yeah, he's not sure if it's the woman that he shared a murder with, like, or if it's just <laughs> someone who looks like her. 40. But he is just like casually being like, "Oh, well, so what you got there? What's going on?" He remembers that chemistry with Olivia, and he is the second he. I'm not so sure how the I don't understand his relationship and if he knew she was out there. Because for a guy who just sees her given uh, real estate tours in Havasu, he already feels like a guy who's like been following her mm. for a while. Mm. It's not like like if I was in Arizona, not London, and then four years later I thought I saw the woman who shared a murder <laughs> with me. <laughs> It would immediately be like, shit. Like, it would be immediately like, all right. They're like, I would assume that uh, she's fingered me and the authorities are now after me in Arizona. Instead, he's just kind of leaning against the railing of a bridge over the the London Bridge with, like, his butt out. Just kind of putting off the vibe while watching her give a a boat tour. He is. He follows her to the restaurant and just kind of manspreads next to her at the bar. She's on a She's on a boring date. With a guy who is only talking have a Sioux real estate game. Yeah. Oh, brutal. But that guy seemed like a nice guy, though. He seemed like not a guy who would share a murder. Like, imagine, imagine in real life if you, like, fell in love with a guy while you were fake prostitute, while you were out as a prostitute, fell in love with a guy. Mm-hmm. He accidentally kills your husband in a fight. You run away. Four years later, you're like, I don't know where to go. I got to get out of this country. I'll go to where they rebuilt the London Bridge. 
And like you start a life there. You start selling real estate. You meet a nice guy. You go have dinner. He suggests the filet. This guy's treating her well. Yeah, it's true. And then the guy who you were banging that led to the husband murder like shows up. Yeah. You would, you would absolutely flip out. It's probably it, bad. I was flipping out watching <laughs> this. Like I was, I was like, is this really happening? Because the whole movie I'm going like, this can't really be happening. Like this is just her vision, her imagination. If I um or something if I like uh lived in Egypt and I witnessed like the death of my spouse uh, like at the Sphinx mm-hmm. like it'd be <laughs> weird if I moved to Las Vegas you know like an apartment building directly looking like the Sphinx hotel uh-huh like if exactly. my husband was murdered at the London Bridge and all of the worst things about my life happened directly at the London Bridge, bad move psychologically for your own mental health. Yeah. To just move to the new London Bridge You're site. codependent to a bridge. Yeah, she, is, she just cannot get pull away from this bridge. It is haunting her life. It's ruining her life. Cr- no other movie is like... Has is, is there been another movie like that, though, where you have that... Someone following a location where the trauma has happened... And being attached to it like that. Yeah, I don't think there's an interesting. There haven't been a lot of like notor- notorious um, like landmarks that have moved for enough people to have connections in yeah. both spots of the uh, <laughs> the landmarks. I suppose that's there's true. no stories about the building of the Statue of Liberty and then the shit that happened on each side of the <laughs> the water. That would be funny. <laughs> Statue of Liberty. Some French guy in New York is like, ooh la la. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's a it's a dumb and odd premise for any movie anyway to make so much of your film dependent on the fact that the london bridge moved to arizona yeah and some guys <laughs> and it allows plan. these people who again share a murder to rekindle their romance and they fall right back into it i man. do they're i do the like the uh the romance i do like that scene of uh when they're really falling for each other because her relate she's in a bad relationship that guy's a dud that husband Cla- classic like UK dud of a husband. Yeah, totally. Right? What a what a lame-o. And then she's meeting Robert Walker, who lights her world on fire, gets absolutely pounded. <laughs> Just the, the best sex yeah. anyone has ever had in their life. <laughs> Just takes it. <laughs> the best, right? They are all over each other. What a scene, man. When they are all over each other at the movies, and there's like people turned around in their seats. Oh, yeah. They're making out Just at the movies. checking them out. Humping in the third row, and that is the tightest little movie theater you've ever seen. Oh, yeah. People are right up on them. People are just, I mean, better than the movie, right? They are going at it. Just, I bought it. I bought Mm -hmm. into it. I liked this for them. I liked this story. This story feels like something building up that they're, like, starting their life. She's going to be pulled away from her oppressive husband. She's charming him by biting off bottle caps from beer bottles. Yeah, he looks at her like she, he falls in love with her that second. That's the fun tell of the whole thing. It is her. It is her. She, yeah, she re- she opens bottle caps with her teeth. Never gonna buy a bottle opener. <laughs> you will not catch her. She is chipping old chomper. Yeah, she's going right in old him. Chomper. She goes after that bottle cap. What a nightmare. Yeah, she's gnawing on that thing. I would be intrigued by a woman doing that for me, but in more of like a the way I'd be intrigued if like a. If I met a girl that ran away to the circus, just like I'm intrigued by this woman, but already know that I can't handle this speed. <laughs> yeah, this is not the kind of danger I want to invite in my life. I don't need a beer that bad. 
If somebody <laughs> uses their teeth to like open up a tough like package, you know, like pack of Oreos or something. It's just like oof. <laughs> like this. Chomping ripping a beer bottle. Those edges are sharp. She's cutting up her gums. This is a carnival trick. It is. You yeah. aren't expecting your your sex workers to break open like carny tricks. Oh, you got a beer bottle? Allow me. She's gonna like <laughs> side this thing off. Like, what else can she do? This is danger. But I like that. That's like his tale. It's just like I always remembered uh, Olivia. <laughs> the way, exactly. the way at the bar you she gave did yourself this. away, Olivia. Yeah. But yeah. yes, this this struggle that happens. The husband confronts you know the new the new found lovers and. The shot of a movie. I love it so much. This whole movie has been dark. It's happened London after hours. Mm-hmm. You know, her husband works nights. That's when she starts going out and trying to work nights. And then it just cuts out of nowhere. Four years later, Arizona, broad daylight, old men on a golf course. Right. Paddle boats out by the lake, right? Suddenly this movie is broad daylight in Arizona. And the rest of the movie is like daylight Arizona. What? It's crazy. It's the Southwest style the whole way through there. Yeah. It is such a sudden shift. All the, I had no idea the shift to Arizona was going. I had no clue. Even when he's negotiating the relocation of the London Bridge, I thought that was just like, we're just passing the minutes. Mm-hmm. We're just getting into what that guy does. Surely we aren't going to see the end result of his relocation project. Well, I, uh, yeah, when they were talking about it in the beginning, he's in these meetings about demolishing or or uh repairing the bridge i'm like i know that they moved the london bridge like i'm no i'm sitting there going like i know what really <laughs> I happened know the story here that's one of those pieces of trivia you hear that you go really and you'll <laughs> never forget it like once you hear they took the london bridge apart brick by brick and rebuilt it in arizona you don't forget that yeah that doesn't exit the brain so i'm going i'm just going like i know they're I know they. That couldn't I, what, have been that. Yeah, this movie wasn't here? set like back in the day. Right. They didn't make it like set in the '60s. Yeah. This was uh, just a night. This was a modern Maybe movie, was. right? Yeah. I assume oh, we did man. a four-year jump. We did a couple jump forwards. We did the 15-year jump forward. Then we did the little four-year chaser. Yeah. By the end of the project, but spanning two decades, this thing. Olivia has made a new life for herself. The bangs are gone. Mm-hmm. So long, bangs. She's got her pink glasses on. She's got her wavy brown hair. And these men just don't stop. She is trying to sell subdivisions in Havasu. I love getting to see Susanna Love as a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just talking with the different co- Talking about the views. Going out to a little tropical drinks bar. I also, I don't know why, but I loved that she ate a steak. Mm-hmm. I don't know why there's two different scenes with her just eating dinner. <laughs> yeah. You don't see enough casual dinner eating from our actresses in movies. Something made me smile. Susanna Love just cutting apart a steak. Mm-hmm. Multiple bites. She was eating. That was like day's dinner. That was it. Just yeah. like film it up. <laughs> <laughs> film it up. I'm going to pound this guy later. Yeah. Man, boy, does she. But this, floor. this bridge, wrote everything about the movie still rotates around the bridge. Everything. I'll meet you at the bridge. Five. This guy's been stalking her. Cross country. Sees this woman. He's convinced it's her. She doesn't tell anything. She -hmm. doesn't act like she knows this guy at all. It's in a long, elaborate ruse. It is. It's like she's playing. We know she's playing because it's clearly her. 
How many other women yeah. bite off bottle caps? <laughs> exactly. But and she's even not... if it's a thing of like uh, amnesia or something, like it comes back to her pretty quickly. Yeah, she she puts the gimmick back on again. Yeah, she gets into the Olivia gimmick. That's right. Yeah, her... she still has the sunglasses. She re... four years later still has the dress and sunglasses. Gets the bangs back together. Brought that with her from yeah. London as well. And so even then, I still think this movie is turning more into like of a body double fetish play mm-hmm. kind of thing like they've found each other i thought i thought for sure the rest of the movie was just going to be about them and kind of more of a further of their their love and the the more kind of exploratory phase of their relationship right this whatever issues they have with her wanting to be this olivia character right i thought for sure that's the rest of this movie this is only like an 80 minute movie it is, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's only that. only so much we could move through. Lomo nails these runtimes. Oh yeah, I seem to remember Boogeyman. Like I don't even know if it crested eighty. I think that I think Boogeyman and Devinsville are both in the seventy-five like minute yeah. territory, there, and it's right? perfect. Devinsville, that movie I think hums. Mm-hmm. It's filled with nothing but long, odd, awkward scenes. All the Paul Wilson yeah. scenes, <laughs> longest, most uncomfortable stuff. Skips by it quickly for but it is nothing just, but long, awkward scenes. It, yeah. it goes, right? He understands the value of keeping trash at just a perfectly digestible rate, right? And then the movie kind of goes crazy slasher on us. Because we get an electric toothbrush death. I'm not sure I've ever seen an electric toothbrush death. I don't think I predicted... Robert Walker just dying. This was an unexpected death. Yeah. When uh, when Robert Walker, the, we see that someone is watching them as they've reconnected yeah. in Arizona now. The the lover and the former prostitute are now having their happy life. But to be clear, watching. I think she only had one customer as a prostitute. <laughs> a so prostitute. it's like technic- <laughs> it is a technical former prostitute, right? Uh, but yeah, we know someone's watching them and then yeah. When our our hero, essentially Robert Walker, gets killed, yeah, by an unseen force, you're thinking, is it Olivia? What's going on here, right? I thought for sure it's Olivia, but he's it's definitely the- dead because we see the electric toothbrush come out the back of his neck. Oh yeah, and then we get like a Jaws esque like body discovery in the in the river later. I uh, I gasped at the at the electric toothbrush. I I was not expecting him to die. I was even though we're seeing the point of view camera watching him as he brushes his teeth, yeah. right? But it's it's very psycho, right? It's very just like, yeah, anyone can go. And at this point, sure, I'm fully expecting that this is the whole movie. I would have bet money on this all being Susanna Love's murderous alter ego. Exactly. If we watch we watch the trailer for this, and the whole thing is making it out to be like one side of her is evil. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in the movie that hints at her being evil in any way. It's when, like, once she dons the Olivia disguise, <laughs> yeah. she's dark evil. <laughs> like, nope. Doesn't, she never comes across no. as evil. She comes across timid and, like, she's using Olivia as a way to just kind of get her confidence back. Yeah. After being kinda, beaten down by her husband. She becomes almost possessed in that, that early murder scene where she does murder the guy. But she kind of becomes possessed by the mother... Uh, spirit, I guess you would yeah. say. Her, by the way, I didn't say it earlier, but Susanna Love's brother Nicholas Love, I think, is a real great creep. Mm. But the like soldier who wants to be tied up by her mother, who's played by Beck's mother, is that who that was? B. She B. was great. BB Hansen as uh, Susanna Love's mother. Yeah, yeah. So that means Beck had a similar situation where he was probably like ten, and he saw his mom 
playing a whore who gets murdered <laughs> on Uli TV, and then he like gets into Scientology to deal with his like demons. <laughs> that's it. He had to watch an Uli Lobo movie with his mom being depicted as the murder. That'd be so, be so weird to have your, your mom picking up movie roles like that. Uh, yeah. So weird, right? Different universe. Oh, yeah, my mom's a member of the art of an artist community. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> of course he's going to join some weird cult. That's all he knows. That's all he knows, right? Yeah. They probably lived on some weird commune type thing. And uh, Suzanne Love's the one that showed up with money and was like, of course I'll do full frontal. Of course. <laughs> Obviously I'm going to do it. But yeah, when we get the reveal that it's the murdered loser British boyfriend, couldn't believe. I thought Back we were from the dead. Yeah, back we, from the. We dead. We see the him husband... hit the water, and I don't. To tell you the truth, I don't know as much about the London Bridge trivia as you do. I don't know. I saw <laughs> I know. how high it, it looked, looked. Pretty high. It looked pretty high, but it didn't look worse than. It looks like a survivable leap. I've, I've Maybe. baby, I've been to that bridge. I've uh-huh. lived the Lake Havasu. London Bridge. You think you can make it? I think it's makeable. So, but my brain clearly wasn't thinking was. that. My brain was just like, "Well, that guy's dead. We won't have to see this dude again." Yeah, clearly. I thought the rest of the movie was about he doesn't come back. Her up. and Olivia and Grant never, that was it. never would have suspected they bring back the dead husband to track her down somehow, and then murder the good guy and resume his role as the abusive ogre of a of a husband. Am I wrong? Does he does he say something like? Do you want to know how I tracked you down? And she just like doesn't answer. So he we does. don't get in. Yeah. <laughs> Which then to me, the whole way they interact afterwards where he just comes back. He just moves back in. As he... if nothing has changed and he's still reading his paper and stuff. I was like, well, clearly this is a hallucination. Like she's dreaming or imagining this. Totally. And we find out it's really been her doing. It's going to be that kind of thing. Doing the whole thing. No, I don't think no, so. No, I he actually just tracked her for I four years, he got really revenge. survived the fall. And then was back. like, I kind of want to shack up with this crazy broad again. I like Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> the weather's better here, you know? My breathing's better, this dry climate. It's cr- and then I was like, now I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Once now, this guy just moves back happen. in and she's back to making this guy's breakfast, like, like are you kidding me? Imagine <laughs> that. I mean, I was rooting for this girl, but I could not believe this guy was back in the picture. These men following her around the world. I think I would have been happy with her just like being a being a real estate agent out in Havasu, just living down her murderous past without these guys yeah. following her. Everything goes bad once these guys find her again. It does, yeah. All of it's bad. It goes so bad that after she murders this... Finally, now she has the courage to just dispatch of this guy. Finally, she does really murder the husband. Yes. Yeah, just knife deaths this guy. Big, big stabbing. Big and, slasher, psycho stabbing. Yeah. Great splatter effects. I really like the blood on that one. Yeah. That was a good scene. It's that, it's that red, red blood yeah. where you're not seeing it. We see way more like uh, graphic sex stuff. In this movie, then you see the murder stuff. Oh, yeah, I was totally. surprised that you got the electric toothbrush through the neck because the rest of it's very, you know, you aren't seeing stab wounds penetrating or anything. You're seeing stab motion with, like, blood splatter. Right, right. Really great. Pretty. It's the same, It's the H.G. Lewis stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you see stabbing motion, and then suddenly, I guess it's psycho, too. It's psycho, yeah, exactly. Yeah, chocolate syrup sprayed on the, the walls the all knife. of a sudden. Yeah, actually stab. You just see the knife moving and the, yeah. 
Yeah, we come much closer to like full penetration than we do knife oh, penetration. Way oh, yeah. closer. We get face in muff. And but we don't get we knife do in like shower. <laughs> this is graphic. Crazy. Yeah, she's yeah. nuts. She goes to Vassar and then just like, yeah, I'm going to make hardcore, like horror thriller, erotic thrillers for the next, I don't know, four years. I'm going to kick around. Yeah. A lot of us don't know what to do after college. <laughs> it's true. But many of us don't have we don't just, have the money to yeah, go that far. We can't just throw a few hundred grand. At, God, the life. Imagine. Imagine just knowing people enough to be like, yeah, we can pull together half a mil. Mm-hmm. We can make this work. We can make this horror movie. Oh. That's the dream. Yeah, it really is. the dream. Is. And then... That's probably why we, I love her so much. Like, she made it... She oh, made she it made happen. a huge contribution, like, to the arts. Yeah. Once you're an heiress, I mean, that's that's all you can hope for. When you're telling your mother, who, who lives in, like, Maine, mm-hmm. somewhere, that you're making a movie with your director boyfriend called Cocaine Cowboys, <laughs> that's how a Vassar girl, like, rebels. Exactly. <laughs> That's how it You know, and so her rebellion wasn't just like, oh, we did drugs. Great. Good for you. You could afford to have yeah. a drug problem. It's like, no, we made sleazy horror movies. <laughs> like, you're a goddess. <laughs> you're incredible. Like, if any, like, super wealthy person just kicked in, like, they would go so far with me. Just like, yeah, you know, we... We've uh, put a lot of kids in sweatshops, but we did a couple of horror movies along the way. Just like, well, you know, they all do bad things. All Elon Musk has to do to win my favor is finance a couple Bloomhousers. You're good to go. Right. Yeah. So exactly. <laughs> it at least it would help. You know, you, know you, you can at least see some dollars being kicked in the right direction. Yeah. It, it takes a lot of the sting off, you know. And uh, no, instead we get a DuPont heiress real time dragging an antique trunk. Across the shores oh, of Havasu. Dumping her husband's body in the full... That's why you keep a trunk. Now I know why you keep those big trunks around. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, what is? what good is that thing? This big hollow trunk. Well, it's for putting that dude's body in. And then, yeah. Like, uh, what's the movie? It kept making me think of The Lovely Bones, I think, is where oh. he puts the girl's body in the trunk. And it's just like, it takes forever for him to get rid of that body. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's uh, why... I mean, it's a good cover if you're like... in a, a trunk. Like, pretend to be a vaudeville actor. Yeah. Why do you got all these trunks? Exactly. <laughs> uh, don't look. <laughs> Mr. Saturday Night Killer. <laughs> but, man. But, yeah, the, she's the, the dra- effort she has to put into to she's get this dra- thing on the boat. We get to see him her shove a, a naked man into a trunk. She's, like, pushing limbs down <laughs> and then just gets down on her haunches and is dragging this luggage out the room. I was really looking close to see if the actor playing the husband, like, moves at all while she's, like, dumping him He doesn't seem to get helped that much. He's going in head first, like, his ass and legs that are sticking hurt. straight up, folding over. He, She is dumping, rolling and shoving this pretty heavy-looking guy's body yeah, into the... Uh, big dude. Uh, but then when it cuts to her also dragging him on the beach and then putting him in the boat. She's like tipping him up on its edge and getting her shoulder into it to shove the guy over. Trying to push the boat into the water. And the whole time I'm thinking, we established earlier in the movie that they play tennis until 10 p.m. Like people are out at night. Yeah. On Lake Havasu. That's one of the selling points of her real estate community is the late <laughs> yeah. night tennis. She's just out in the middle of the of the lake now like, oh yeah, let's bury this trunk. Let's, let's submerge this trunk right under the bridge. Just dump it. The focal point of the whole town. And that's it. She's burying her problem. 
That guy is gone. Sinks he that thing. He ain't coming back this time. He's done. And so is the movie. That's, That's it. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. It's, we don't see any more Jenny moving on, living her new life. She moved to Havasu. She eventually, both men that she's, the only two men she's ever known in her entire life, both murdered and gone. Future's wide open. Mm-hmm. Susanna loves stop making movies. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> she buried this body, buried her marriage, buried the film career. Done. Never to return. Loved it. I loved it. I loved it. We got. I. It's gonna be like two months before we do brainwaves. I gotta see this cocaine cowboys. We gotta see cocaine cowboys. <laughs> gotta do cocaine cowboys. We gotta do our have a Sioux trip. I know. If we ever did like location visits, I'm like, I kind of want to go to the London Bridge now. <laughs> I've. I feel like Forget I know the Michael Myers house. I need to see this bridge. Yeah. The Amityville house is real easy to find. Sure. People people live there. They hate it. Nobody likes it. Yeah. Imagine just driving by the Amityville house to work. It's so boring. By the, by the fourth time, you're over it. Yeah. You know? It's like people... It always bugs me There's out. There's always people someone come, parking on the road right there. Like, get out of the way, I know. It's so annoying, right? <laughs> Go to the Home Alone house. Shut up. <laughs> get away. Just because I live in the Goonies house. Back off. Exactly. Right? But yeah, got to... Gotta go to the London Bridge. I feel like I know it so much more intimately now. I feel if I was shown Olivia before my family passed by on our way to the Grand Canyon, be like, well, you gotta see the London Bridge. Right. Apparently. Apparently, you gotta go. I do not. I remember a lot of family vacations. I do not have a lot of strong memories. I think we spent like a total of 30 hard minutes at the London Bridge. Mm -hmm. And it was basically like the, the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. Right. It's just like, yeah, we saw it. It's just a bridge. We saw that Babe the Blue Ox statue with the big balls. <laughs> we can go now. We did it. Like It's no different. It's just like, yeah, there it is. Now I want to see it more than I ever have. Mm-hmm. After seeing a whole horror thriller, a whole erotic hard thriller, like a Cinemax thriller about the London Bridge, that's Uli Lomel. That's, that's Loma in love. Like it's just it. Yeah, it really was. Like I was thinking about it while we we're watching the movie. Like someone out there like took the London Bridge relocation, made that a central point to its plot, and that movie is this one by Uli Lomo. And then other brilliant people took years out of their life tracking down the most <laughs> sources yeah. they could find to bring the most complete cut of Olivia to us. That's cinema. I mean, that's why I watch this stuff. Doesn't right? get any better than that. It really, yeah. it's like brainwaves. We're, we're part of history now. Yeah, seriously. I mean, this is <laughs> again for movies that I had no connection to during the formative years of like me getting into weird cinema. I might not have seen Suzanne Love until my thirties. I fell in love with her immediately in mm-hmm. Devonsville, but it's such a recent like. Who knows what's still out there? I got a lot of years left to live in. There's a lot of movies I haven't seen. Who knows what unheard actress or weird director is out there that I have no knowledge of right now. Yeah. I can't know everything. There's tons of weird stuff. There's still movies from actors that I love where I'm just like, well, I had no idea they did this. There's so many Gene Hackman movies. It's like, boy, he did some shit. (laughs) He He made some paychecks for some of these things. But it's like you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. That's what's so great about discovering a movie like this. It's like I never would have even guessed that I didn't know that this existed. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I didn't know like such a thing could happen, right? Yeah. Our favorite movie is lurking just around the corner. There's so many things. If you look back at our episodes from the last two years, there's so many things that were first time 
watches for me. Mm-hmm. I had no history with, and sometimes just no knowledge at all. And I've just, they've become favorites. And I'm sure I'll be watching Olivia again soon. You know, I've watched the, I've watched Boogeyman in Devonsville many times. Oh, yeah. Each. I've really just grown big soft spots. So, Brainwaves, that's got some actors in it. Tony Curtis is in Brainwaves. That might be the next one we do, huh? Keir Dulia stars with Susanna Love. I like that. I I guess I got to see Tenderness of the Wolves. That's an actual famous, like, Mm -hmm. German horror movie, right? Before he, before he met a Vassar gal. Yeah. I love that this relationship happened. I always root for these kind of creative partnerships. We've gotten a lot of good things from the Francis McDormand Cohen right. relationship, right? You and I are major fans of the the brief but brilliant Gina Davis Rennie Harlan. <laughs> you know what? I'm this sure I'm sure it was a tough thing, divorce, right? but it gave us Cutthroat Island and like Long Kiss Goodnight. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, worth it. These kind of creative partnerships, like. They're the best. This was Olivia is a weird movie, and it's out there. You can watch this movie on it's it's accessible. Mm. These movies have never been more accessible, right? It's never been easier to find the weirdest of outsider cinema. Brainwaves coming up. Two can't weeks. Wait. Two weeks. It's gonna be good. We can't wait another. I know four, it's gonna be good. Can't wait another forty episodes. I'm sure, it'll surprise me. All these movies have surprised me. It's. Uh, it is sad knowing there's a finite amount of love. Knowing that it's always a new hairstyle. Yeah. It's her same adorable kind of dumb expression. <laughs> and But like knowing Brainwaves is out there and it's just like, it's another 80 minutes of different hairstyles and different looks and just her being her. She's not. Show Mount Rushmore. Absolutely. She's on it. Absolutely. We've gone so far out of the way to do her movies now. It's like, at this point, we could have called it a Susanna Love podcast and we'd be a majority correct. The love cast. Yeah. The love it's cast. It's real. It's there. We... The, the love is real. Oh, came to this. It did. I uh, Yeah, I hope you can find it out there. Probably not this uncut version unless you get the, the vinegar syndrome release. But there's, there's a lot. It's worth seeking out. I'm sure she's an actress still waiting to be discovered by many. And I'm hoping the charms are as real. I always hope everybody is as charmed by her as I am. So far, I think I've been... So far, I'm justified. It's you and me so far, yeah. yeah. I, I'm on board. <laughs> no, I, I'm so happy. I, Devonsville, I think, is legitimately one of... like I think it's one of the great witch movies. It is cheap, but it is unlike no other one. The music's amazing. The, they're really talented for low-budget outsider cinema. Like It's a great partnership, but find them. Yeah. Love them. Appreciate independent cinema. I support art, personally. I, I'm i no hero. <laughs> I'm no heiress. But I'm no DuPont heiress. I do what I can. When I support when art. When I see an Uli Lomo, I support it. I support Lomo. Yeah. Honorary Oscar. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. Thank you for listening. Good night.